0: Giai f'gallair and welcome to Leitrim Daily. I'm Orla MacNabola and you're listening to episode number 58 of the podcast. Today is Faces and Places. Muthil's 92nd annual show day took place on Sunday, August the 18th. There was a great range of exhibit classes in each section from horses to donkeys, pedigree and non-pedigree cattle, sheep, goats, dogs, cookery, crafts, flowers, farm and garden produce, art, photography and junior classes also. There was something for everyone. I spent a really pleasant day down at the show and caught up with a few locals and also some annual visitors to Mughal. Today's episode is kindly sponsored by Urban Fit Crew Boxfish Classes in Kiltart. (music) Upon arriving in Mughal, I first met with Mughal Agricultural Show committee member Michael McGrath a Mughal turned Kerry Michael was enjoying browsing the cattle when I caught up with them. I'm here with Michael McGrath at 92nd Mughal Agricultural Show. Michael, yeah. how are you getting on?
1: Not too bad, enjoying myself very, very much. And absolutely thrilled that the day is fine. And uh, there's big crowds around. It's looking very promising. Weather's keeping well so far Weather's for us. keeping very well, yes, absolutely. Uh, the forecast was very disheartening. But uh, obviously other parts of the country are getting the rain. We happen to be looking for a change.
0: Now, Michael, that's not a Mohill accent, I hear.
1: No, that's not a Mohill accent. It comes all the from, from the deep south, all the way from Kerry. So I uh, still have a fair amount of the accent. can get rid of it. And I really don't want to get rid of it either. The Kerry people, I reckon, are very difficult to understand. But that's not a problem we have. I'm sure our listeners will understand you just fine. So, Michael, what
0: are you most looking forward to seeing here today at the show and what's impressed you the most so far?
1: Well, I'm more interested in the cattle section because I've dealt with cattle all my life. Even I am a, a former teacher, I still did milk cows for 25 years. Not that many, just enough to get by as an extra income. So it worked out well. Made a reasonable amount of money. Had good stock, which was get a pound a gallon nice income to to supplement my wages. So I I had six kids, so one had to be on the alert. You're
0: a member of the committee of the Mahal Agricultural uh, Show. Yeah, I see yeah,
1: a yeah. nice yellow badge I, I, on you here. I've been there for the past six to seven years, and probably more, even since I retired. I used to judge the fruit and the veg and other little items, like hay and whatever else. I've been kept busy with it. We take it all in our stride. We don't get too excited about it.
0: I can tell that anyway. Well, hats off to you.
1: You've organised a fantastic day here. It's good to see people coming together, and everybody enjoying themselves. Nothing wrong with that. Is there? Yeah. Michael, thanks for your time, and have a fantastic day. Uh, thank you. Very much indeed. God bless.
0: The sun was still shining by the time I met Sean McGowan from Drummond. Sean was supporting some family members who had entered in the show. Sean McGowan from Drummond, how are you getting on?
2: I'm great, Orla. Great to be here in Mohol today. It's another really fantastic day for the show. Great credit, is due to the committee for the work that they put into organising this. A lot of work goes on in the background, the planning and all that, you know, and thankfully the man above has shone down on us too with the sun is shining, so great day, great day.
0: An impressive set up here so far. What has taken your eye?
2: Well, I'm always interested in, in the, the cattle and have a couple of cousins here with cattle, uh, Tom Mulligan from Currie Cramp, and he's in with a shout for getting the overall champion, so I'm, I'm hoping that he will, you know. He's a, he's a fine heifer calf here so we'll hope for the best anyway
0: All-Ireland final day here Sean
2: we're uh, just an hour away Orla from it there's a lot of people talking about it. the two big superpowers Kilkenny and Tipperary are going for it so look at I'm, I'm hoping myself that Tipperary will win it it'll be an intriguing game so look at we'll hope for the best and see what happens
0: listen enjoy your day get around see the show and enjoy the All-Ireland final Sean
2: thank you Orla and the very best luck to you. thank you
0: next up Looking over the field towards his son Dennis and his stage partner Lachlan entertained the Mughal crowd as the mad loony hoppers. Declan Doonan sat intently on his shining trap in the next field over keeping his good friend Jack held tight by the reins. Now here in Mughal i after stumbling upon a man sitting up on a trap. Declan Doonan from Clune, how are you? Fine. Having a good day Declan? Yeah, having a great day, yeah. Who have we here in front of us?
3: We have Jack the donkey here, and myself.
0: You're keeping him held tight by the reins. Are you enjoying your day so far, Declan? Oh, yeah, it's great, yeah. Tell me, what has impressed you most about the show so far? The horses on that, you
1: know, it's competing there with the horse, the horse classes and that.
0: Is Jack competing himself?
1: No, he's not today, there's no class for him. He normally does, yeah.
0: Where has Jack competed before?
1: Oh, in Clowns, oh,
3: Baldamore, Baltimore, Muhl here too. Successful? Elfin, yeah. Oh, yeah, he got his prizes, yeah.
0: Declan, have a great day, thanks for chatting to me. Thank
3: you, thanks very much.
0: Enda Stenson managed to take time out of his busy schedule as MC for the livestock sections to share with me what the Muhull Agricultural Show means to him and to the people of Muhull and surrounding areas. Enda Denson, MC of the event here at the Mohal Agricultural Show today. Thanks for joining me.
4: Oh you're very welcome and it's a pleasure to have you coming here to record the event here which is the Mohal Agricultural Show. A lifelong event in my lifetime which has been the highlight of our year every year since I was a boy and a lot of other people in this area. The Mohal Show is synonymous with everything that happens in Mughal the Agricultural Show and we're indebted to, say to the, the people who run the show. Particularly the McGowan family, we're here in McGowan's field and we also have the use of the sports complex there and without the help of everybody, particularly the sponsors, the sponsors each event. Shows like this couldn't go ahead and the lifeblood of our rural communities. And while everybody's always talking about rural communities dying and the like, agricultural shows like this and rural events like this keep our rural communities together and alive
0: another successful year here and uh, what has impressed you today
4: the standard of the animals that are at the show now i have not been in the complex as i say i'm doing mc here at the at the livestock section so i haven't been in the complex. but i as i walked through earlier when i came in this morning the range of bacon the range of flowers the range of, of, of vegetables everything that's there everything all about Moher Show impresses me with, the, you know, the effort that local people put in to bring their produce here and put it on display here in Moher Show. That's impressive, and the amount of people, particularly, that have come out here today. I know we were blessed with sunshine, so we're very lucky in that respect. And when the sun shines, the people will come out.
0: Very high standard here with the cattle today. Absolutely,
4: absolutely. But they have been from North Donegal to Cork here today. They have been from all over the country, you know. And I'm delighted that there has been some very good local winners. It's great what's taking place and as you can look out here like the junior stock person look at eight and nine year olds handling cattle you know it's great to have a, a junior stock person class you involve everybody you have the senior stock person class there in ring one junior one here in ring two and that involves all classes male and female
0: and look at you have to go and introduce this next category yes. thank you
4: so much for your time at, and, and thank you very much not for coming all. here and not you're not very welcome here thank you thanks
0: Good a million chat to you later Bye-bye. Louise Gallagher from Achne Schielen had a busy day, having entered the show competitions in various categories. She also tells me about her shared Instagram page, Two Broke Divas. Louise Gallagher from Aachen La hello. Hi. You're enjoying yourself today at the Mughal Agricultural Show. Yeah, we're having a great day. It's lovely weather and it's just a great day for families. It's really nice. What have you been involved with here today? So we actually had a mirror and fall in this morning and then we came back this afternoon because I had some bacon and some photos and some flowers in the show so sorry. You're joined with me here on Leacham Daily Louise but you're no stranger to social media. Yeah um, I run a page with a friend of mine kind of a little bit of fashion and beauty and lifestyle so it's just really a hobby something to do so yeah a little bit of fun. And you've been successful with the page? Yeah I suppose we are like um, quite successful we got a nice following and like yeah kind of loyal followers We've built up over the years so yeah as I said just a little bit of fun. What's the name of the page? So it's Two Broke Divas I think it sums it up probably proper like really well Sligo man Frank Flannelly does not miss the Mughal Agricultural Show. A regular prize winner, Frank brought his beloved donkeys and his collie Max for a day out to Mughal. Frank Flannelly from Eastby in County Sligo, you're enjoying your day so far?
5: Yes, I've come here for about the last 20 years. Showing donkeys and doing nearly always win. I do have competitors here, but I like coming to this show. We have brought six donkeys here to help support the show. Donkeys, after the famine, was the small farmer's tractor that time. So every small farmer had a donkey for doing the work, just like Declan Doolin there. And I treat them quite well and feed them up very good. Go to all the shows, one of the donkeys on the trailer there was the second in all Ireland with her phone. I'll show it to you in, in a couple of moments.
0: You've had a successful day here as well at the
5: yeah. show. I won first with the foal and I got second with, with a mare donkey and I got second with another foal.
0: Great results all two round.
5: seconds and a fourth.
0: Happy out with that, Frank?
5: Yeah, I'm very happy. Any day you get a rosette, it's never too bad.
0: So along with the donkeys, Frank, you also have a friend here beside you by elite.
5: Yes, Max is his name. Ten months old. Max is a college sheepdog and he has won quite a few classes at shows. <laughs>
0: he's trying to chat to me
5: he's trying to tell you off there now max is a very friendly dog
0: he's heading into the show today
5: yes he's heading into the show all the way from eastgate County Sligo. he's going in as the best Collie sheep dog and he's going in in the dog that the judge would like to take home
0: i'm afraid the heavens are after opening and we'll have to take a bit of shelter wishing the best luck to max frank and thanks very much for chatting to me The Macnabola house in Eslin wasn't short of a cake or two the night of the Muhl Agricultural Show. Eilish Macnabola talks to me about her prize-winning homemade cookery goods. I'm after stumbling across a fellow Macnabola here at Muhl Agricultural Show, Eilish Macnabola. Hello, Orla. How are you? Good, thanks. You have a lovely cheesecake in your hand. Yes, I got up this morning to, uh, well I made it yesterday actually, just for the home bacon in the show. Um... I enjoy bacon and I got a third. I didn't expect to get it. I made one last year. It was just a bit of a flop. But <laughs> This year it went well. went well. And your scones here beside you. Yes, I got um, first plies in the scones and I got made queen cakes. I got a second for those. And the lovely cheesecake here got third. You'll have a nice tea party this evening back at home. need a lot of help to eat these. <laughs> to be fair, you're bringing away a nice chunk of it. I thought it would have disappeared by now. Well, I did give away a slice of it. A lady asked me for a piece. She thought I was selling it, but I just gave it to her. Well, fair play to you, Eilish, and thanks so much for talking. Thanks very much, Orla. Thank you. Lorda McGowan, Secretary of the Committee here at the Mughal Agricultural Show, shares with me all that went on behind the scenes to bring about such a successful and smoothly run event. My next guest here at the Mughal Agricultural Show is flat out today. Lourdes McGowan, you're enjoying
6: yourself today. Hello, Erla. Well, we're pretty busy here. Uh, we're a great team, uh, Aideen Houston, Kathleen Ellis and myself are the secretaries, and we're under Macro, our chairman and the committee. It's, it's a pretty hectic day, but thank God we're, the sun is shining for us and all is going well. Thanks for taking the time out to chat to me. You're welcome. It's good for people to realise that rural Ireland is alive and well, and it's great to see all the community come out and support us here today. And see the best of our livestock, our sheep, our goats, our donkeys, and our, especially our horses. And uh, then in our complex, we have a fantastic display of country crafts and cookery. And we've great work here from our the junior show enthusiasts, which is great. Now, Lordy, you're no stranger to the Mughal Agricultural Show. Uh, not really know. Adrian and myself are secretaries since 1982 or 83, I think, and I took over from my dad who was secretary since 1952 for 33 years. So I grew up with it, you know. So August was a busy time. It all was in our house, and we were all roped in while my father was away working and all his friends and uh, I. I always remember Show Day Mobile when I was a child, I was over in the it was over in the park in the showgrounds on the Drummond Road, um, which was the original showgrounds. I spent every day there helping Eamon Degnan, sadly deceased, who was a very active committee member then and uh, helping him to get the place ready under my daddy's rules or instructions. Main features of the show today, Lorda. Well, the main features were the final in the horse section of the Leitrim Irish Draft Breeders' Championship, which was organised by the Leitrim Breeders' uh, Draft Breeders' Association, which do great work in keeping the native draft breed alive. And in the cattle section, the main features were the Oriva non-pedigree classes, sponsored by Oriva, of course, and. The Special beef animal classes sponsored by Kevin P. Kilrain and Co. Solicitors Mohan. and then we have the County Leitrim Calf Championship. So, to be honest, Urla, I don't know if they have happened yet or if they're over or who has won, but uh, thank you to all our exhibitors who are so loyal in, in supporting us. You're chasing your tail today. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Yeah, Lord, I'm
0: heading down to listen to the Looney Hoppers now. Enjoy the rest of your day and thanks for talking to me. Thank you, Urla, you're well,
6: very welcome.
0: Moving from Mull to Drumshambo now, where Breffney was at the recent Joe Mooney Summer School. There, he met artist Shane Meehan, who had returned to the festival to teach, having attended as a student not that long ago.
7: One event we have covered on our gig guide over the last month or so was the album launch of Shane Meehan. And he joins me now to have a little chat about his own career in music and his album launch a couple of weeks ago in the dock. Shane,
3: welcome to the programme. Thank you. Thank you very much.
7: Now, you're a fiddle player, mm-hmm. very much in the triad sense. Mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit about how you got into traditional music in the first place.
3: Um, well, I suppose uh, the way I got into it was that uh, my grandfather played music. He played the fiddle and the flute, and the flute would have been his main instrument. I remember... When I was a kid, he would be practicing a little bit, um, sometimes. Um, but I, I didn't express much interest in much interest in it straight away. But it was it wasn't until uh, my mother brought me to some lessons out in uh, Anaduff. Actually, there was a teacher up there called Sarah Ward. She comes from a music family. Her brother Connor also plays and uh, so I used to go out there for tin whistle lessons and I kind of enjoyed the tin whistle and I was only playing like Twinkle Twinkle Little Star and all that kind of stuff and then eventually started on the fiddle but the first time I tried the fiddle it didn't make any sense and it was screechy and like kind of cutting into my fingers and everything and it was just really not nice Isn't Uh, that everybody's first experience with the fiddle though? Yeah, most people unless they're like genius or something like that they're just yeah it's not the most uh it's not the nicest instrument to start off on really it's because it's so difficult as well like it's just it's really tricky um but then then i remember um i was kind of getting fed up with the fiddle and decided to give it up but i remember my grandfather was like i could remember the disappointment even though he never said anything i could remember that he was i could sense that he was disappointed you know i kind of went away and thought about it for Couple of weeks probably, and then I was like, "All right, should I get some?" i will go back and try the fiddle, and so then my grandfather started to teach me. Kind of took off from there. Then, tell me a bit more about your grandfather.
7: He was John Meehan, and would be well known to people involved in trad music in the region
3: around uh, Carrick and Leitrim village and Drumshambo uh, and Boyle. He'd be well known around that that area. He would. He came from just outside Cootard village. There, in um, the country was common. Um, place called, a townland called Gloria and uh, besides we would, be na- we would, would have been neighbours with um, the Sweeneys, uh, Park Sweeney who teaches here at Joe Mooney and his brother Seamus plays the banjo so granddad's father would have played music, Tom Joe, he would have played the fiddle um, but I never met him, he died just before I was born. So.
7: In terms of your own album, let's talk mm-hmm. about that a little bit because we're mm-hmm. going to play a bit of music from the album on the show. There's one with Leitrim in the title so we might yep. tell us a bit about that track.
3: Yes, that track, the last tune is called the Leitrim Lilter, I thought I'd put that tune in in, on the album because um, it's kind of a a Leitrim connection and it was composed by a Leitrim man called Charlie Lennon from uh, North Leitrim and he's also a prolific composer who has brought out um, several albums and books of his own compositions. It was only right to include one of his tunes on the album. And um, the first tune in the album then is one that I wrote called Coleman's Trip to America or the first tune on that track. That's just a dedication to Michael Coleman from County Sligo, who was um, one of the first people to ever record Irish music. Yeah, so he's had a huge influence obviously on, on the tradition. And then the second tune in that set is called Paddy Lynn's Delight, um, which would be a tune that's played a lot around this, this area. So.
7: Now, let's talk about the physical album for a moment because mm-hmm. it's almost a work of art in itself because not only have you written half of the songs on the album, performed all of the songs on the album, mm-hmm. uh, all the tunes on the album, but you've actually done all the artwork mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. the album yourself as well. It mm-hmm. looks fantastic. Yeah. Tell us about the physical album and the significance of this to you.
3: Yeah, so um, as well as music being in my family, um, there's also a few artists and... Uh, my mother studied art, and she 's an art teacher and um, my grandmother also does a lot of painting um, as a hobby, and uh, she does she landscapes and stuff and um, so it kind of came very naturally to me you know just kind of I just started drawing when I was around nine or ten, I think, and um, I kind of liked doing portraits and kind of realistic stuff so um so yeah, so I kind of focus on on doing uh, portraits of people and um, the uh, I decided to you know the artwork for the album and so I did I did a self-portrait which is on the cover and then um, I did a portrait of my grandfather and just people that have been important I suppose in in my music and um, so another two portraits in the in the booklet is uh, Ben Lennon who's a great um, fiddle player from North Leitrim from the Lennon family and he's kind of like a, a stalwart or you know kind of a, a legend in his own lifetime and he's about 90 he's in his early 90s at this stage I mean, I'm not sure exactly which age but um, but he, uh, I used to come to his classes here in the Joe Mooney summer school and he was always very um, encouraging and you know kind of imparted great um, knowledge about the the subtler, more subtle um, aspects of 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 playing and and of music, and then the other portrait is of Bree Harper, who's a very well known fiddle fiddle player from uh, County Donegal, where she lives in Tyrone at the moment. She would be. Uh, I also went to her classes here at the Joe Mooney, and she would be um, a fiddle player that I would. Um, you know, greatly admire as well, um, so they're included in the album and uh, they also have written notes of, uh, yeah, uh, forwards for the, for the album. Now,
7: you mentioned the John Mooney Summer School a few times, and we are sitting here in the Vocational School in Jambo mm-hmm. while you've just finished uh, the Wednesday session of the week as a teacher. Mm-hmm. Is it a little bit surreal to be back here as a teacher, having been here as a student?
3: yeah it's 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 a nice uh, it's nice it's a nice kind of um full circle if you like to uh to come back and and teach and um it's uh yeah i suppose it's 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 a privilege to be asked uh, to teach here and um you know and keep the uh you know the living tradition going and um you know you're kind of carrying on that that from each generation so
7: when you see the, the kids and I, I loved as I was waiting for your class to finish to come in and have a chat with you uh, mm-hmm. and a, just a stream of, of mostly kids mm-hmm. walking out but some as young probably as 6 or 7 yeah. and then the last gentleman out of the, out of the class was probably well past retirement age. Yeah. Do you find it a challenge dealing with a 6 year old and a, a, an older gentleman in the same class or, or
3: is it does the music just unite everybody? Um, yeah, it's it, it is different teaching adults and kids. Like they're, I mean, even for them learning from their point of view, like it's they're. I think I, I think children, even even speaking of myself, that I'm I'm still learning, trying to learn new things, like you know trying to learn the piano or something like that. And uh, but it's I think kids kind of um, just do it; they don't kind of think about it, and they seem to absorb things a lot quicker, and um, probably because they don't have to think about it first. Whereas an adult kind of has to think about it, break it down and then put it back together again and they kind of internalise it that way. But yeah, it's it's very different to try and teach the two of them. So it's, uh, you know, I find with the adults I kind of have to explain things theoretically or intellectually and then kids, it's just, you just show them and, you know, they usually can do it then, you know, straight away. So it's... Uh, but it's very different. Like I enjoy teaching both adults and and kids. So, and
7: you've mentioned some names already, people who helped you along the way. But mm-hmm. the last page or two of your of your again the, the little handout that comes with the the album, which which is really cool, as well as the artwork that you mentioned. It's also got the the notes and mm-hmm. the the tunes of, mm-hmm. of of the songs or at least some of the songs. We might take them a piece of music at this point. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Is there? What's your personal favourite in the album?
3: Like a lot of the tunes, the writer kind of. Uh, in memory of or dedications to certain people that you know either have been influential or you know some of them have passed away and stuff, so I think it's nice to kind of do something in their memory. So track four would be three compositions. So it's three reels. There's the uh, the man from Newport, the Chicago man, and one for Tommy. The first tune was written for a friend of mine's father who passed away um, a couple of years ago. John Chambers. Um, from Newport in County Meo. so he was a musician as well, so, and it's just a similar thing that, you know, I suppose my grandfather was like a father figure to me, and his father passed away, so it was like they were both similar kind of people, you know, kind of quiet and uh, stoical. And then the second one, The Chicago Man, is written for a fiddle player called John Daly, um, who's actually teaching here at the Tumuni this week as well. And he's just a musician that I got to know a few years ago when he returned from Chicago. Um, he'd spent 10 years out there. He kind of helped me a lot musically and, you know, shared lots of uh, recordings with me of different musicians and stuff. And then the last one is written for Tommy Peoples, the great mm. fiddle player and composer that died um, last year. So um, I met him once um when I went up to his house in County Donegal, and uh, I, um, he brought out, his last album that was brought out, I did the, his portrait on the front cover, so it's on the front cover of his CD called The Fiddler's Heart, so it was a privilege to be asked to do that, and uh, to get to meet um, the man, you know, because he's, he's one of the few um, creative geniuses in, in, in Irish music, so... <laughs>
8: Thank you.
7: another lovely track there Mm -hmm. what is next for Shane May obviously the album's out now Uh, Mm -hmm. will we see more gigs maybe another album or is it back to normality or whatever that might be in your world well yeah a
3: few more um, launches lined up and I'll also be doing uh, a couple of gigs later in the year so there's one in Cooley Collins Festival in Gort I'll be doing a gig there and then also the Cork Folk Festival on the 5th um, of October so i'll be doing uh, another launch there as well um, so because i live in cork at the moment and um, so um, i've been living in cork the last two years
7: it's been absolutely great chatting to you it's mm-hmm. been an absolute pleasure thank to you. Sit down and chat to
3: you thanks very much
0: and that's all for today folks The Muhl Show Committee, who hosted their 92nd show day on Sunday the 18th of August, are very grateful to all who helped make it happen safely and successfully. They'd like to thank the Leitrim Civil Defence Team for carrying out their duties in such a caring and efficient manner. They also want to thank all the exhibitors, young and old, who came along to create such great displays in all sections. I've been your host, Órla Macnabóla, and I'll be back with you shortly. Until then, slán bánacht.